Welcome to the Main Break podcast. You're with journalist Brian Allen. Today I've got one of the most decorated netballers and coaches in the Southwest. She coached Kuroi to its three-peat in 2019 in the Hamden League and also enjoyed premierships in more than 300 games as a player. She played with Warrnambool, Terang Mortlake and Kuroi. It's a pleasure to welcome Hamden League Life member Stacey O'Sullivan. Thanks for joining me, Stacey. No, no problem at all. Um, now, I find you on a day, um, an interesting day. It's just after you've announced you're going to be stepping down from the top grade coaching role. Um, what's brought you to that decision? Um, well, probably a couple of things. We're obviously, uh, my family, we're building a new house next year. Um, and also, obviously, with COVID, um, my business is my main priority as well. And, mm. you know, I've got 20 staff, so I need to make sure that it's up and running at full capacity again next year. So, yeah, they were the, my main reasons. And I think to do a coaching role, you need to be 100% committed. And I just mm. felt I probably couldn't commit that. Yeah, yeah, that's totally understandable. And is it Illawa? Sorry that you're... Yeah, we currently, yeah, are in Illawa, but we've bought a block in Kuroit. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll try and sell our house in Illawa and, yeah, move to Kuroit once that's built. Yeah, and um, I went back to our article where you did re-sign last year and you said you wanted to do it a couple of years originally. Were you disappointed at all that this year didn't um, go to plan with COVID? Yeah, I was actually because I probably knew I just could do two years and I knew that, you know, we'd probably look at building um, that year. So, yeah, it was disappointing that this year didn't go ahead. But, you know, I understand that um, the health of the community has to come first and, yeah, we're just in in extraordinary times. Mm. And, yeah, your business, the Port Ferry Day Spa, so uh, i yeah, you're, you're the manager there, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. our family business and we've had it for 16 years. So, yeah, yeah and we've got staff of, of 20, so it's important that, you know, I focus on that um, over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Yeah, has COVID-19, the pandemic, hit it hard, your business? Yeah, it has. Um, obviously, when when it did reopen after the first um, break we had, it was really busy. Um, mm. I think people's mental health and that, you know, massage and facials and self-care is really important. People understand that now. Mm. So I think once we're back open, we'll, you know, hopefully it'll um, bounce back quickly. But obviously this year is going to be a, a tough year for us. Um, mm. And with Port Ferry, it's a coastal town, so you've got to, um, you know, the summers and that have got to be strong to get through your winters. Mm. And I obviously note that you're you're not uh, you're obviously stepping down from the top grade coaching role, but definitely not um, going to discontinue your associations with Karoy. You've got your four kids, uh, Jack, Patty, Finn, and Shelby. Am I right? Yep, and that's right. They're all going to be involved in the footy and netball, I suppose. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and I need to, you know, make sure I'm there for them. Um, my eldest, he's had a lot of um, injuries and mm. he looks like he's um, getting over the, all those um, mm. serious injuries he's had. So I, I'm looking forward to being able to watch him play footy and then my second son, he'll be hopefully trying to push for a senior game at some point mm. in the next year or two. So, yeah, I want to be there for them. And then I've got the other two who who I end up running around um a lot for them as well so yeah it's busy times 
Yeah, and of course you net you umpire as well. Um, so you're gonna keep going with that? Yeah, I will umpire. There's not a lot of umpires obviously around, so I will um do my part for the club um when needed. Um, and I'll remain on the board of um on the just on the I'm on the junior and senior committee. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'll stay on those committees. Fantastic, and um. Yeah, just before I go into some more questions about your uh, recent coaching, I just wanted to recap on um, the career you've had both playing and coaching. So correct me if I'm wrong here, but you played over 300 games in the Hamden League and more than 200 with Coroit. And I, I know you also played with Warrnambool. So uh, you had 10 premierships, seven with Coroit and three with Warrnambool as a player. Would I be yep. right? Yep. And then um, you retired in 2013 and um, were you were awarded with the, the HFNL Life Membership in 2017. Um, yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, just, just a fine career um, in so many respects. And, and then I also, in my research, saw that you did actually coach the Saints um, maybe, maybe 15, 16 years ago. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. I think it was 2003 that I coached them. Yeah, and you just did the one year or? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> That's all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I might have done two. Um, it was a long time ago. So, um, and yeah, I've always been, I've always done junior coaching at the club. I've probably done a fair, I really enjoy junior coaching and teaching mm. young kids how to, um, you know, perfect the art of netball. So mm. I probably have spent more, more time in my junior, in the junior coaching ranks. Yeah, and I wanted to touch on that. So, You've obviously taken over from your sister Jess O'Connor and uh, Carly Peak in uh, twenty nineteen. So you, you took on the reins of the the top grade coaching, and one of the things I it seems you could be most proud of is um, how your younger players came on. And I know we talked about Isabella Baker and Zali Adams, and Isabella obviously I think she ended up with the league best and fairest there. So a great result. Um. How much do you enjoy helping out the young players develop? Yeah, I love it. It's um, it just brings so much joy because they're really very eager. Um, I, that's not to say seeing you know older players aren't, but the younger players they're still understanding the game and they're still developing their own style and that. So I really enjoy seeing different players how they um, think about the game and that. So yeah, it's always intrigued me the psychological side of things and. Um, yeah, juniors are very interesting players and, yeah, eager. Yes, and, and just on the um, psychology, uh, one thing I really enjoyed reading last year, um, uh, one of our other journos talked to you about, was um, I think after the grand final you talked about the hypnotherapy. Um, I think it was something you tried in the past and you thought it would be a good way to get the team in the right mindset and you felt that that worked. So can you tell me a bit about that? And um, is that something that came from work? Um, no, not not necessarily. I just, I've, we've always, I've done it before in the past. And I just think, it, look, if some people don't, won't, you know, get hypnotised, but they still, it's a, a relaxing um, modality to, to be able to go into a grand final, probably with a little less nerves. Mm. Um, and also envisaging, you know, holding the cup up and that, those last few minutes and all those kind of things. So I think, yeah, yeah. it's just worth a try. It wasn't going to hurt. Um, definitely younger people respond to hypnotherapy better than older people mm. because you can go into your subconscious a lot easier. Okay. And how did you get, like, 
find out about that originally and just and come um, to the idea? Well, originally, when we first won our premierships back in 2001, mm. um, my auntie actually did hypnotherapy. Um, she mm. no longer practices it. Um, so, but actually, one of my old staff members who works here has gone into hypnotherapy, Michelle Boyle. Okay. And yeah, so she did it for us. Um, yeah, and we did notice it was all the so my under 17 side, they all. They all went under, um, and the young ones in the senior team were harder to get out. Like, they actually felt they, um, yeah, responded to it even better. The senior players still really enjoyed it, mm. but they didn't fall, um, you know, asleep as such. Okay, yeah. Um, so, Michelle, she did the session last year in 2019. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, great. And how long would a session go for? Um, she did an hour group session for us. Yeah, right. And that was the that was just like the week leading up to the grand. That final. was the night before. Yeah, wow. That's ah, so interesting. Yeah. So, um, the the other thing I wanted to ask you, Stacey, is what I one of the things I loved about last year. I think you sh- um, obviously with the premiership medal. Um, I think you you uh, handed it to one of your players at the end of the game. Um, am I right? Kate, was it yeah. Kate Dobson? Yeah, Rachel. Yeah, Sorry. that's right. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah, um, that seemed like a really significant moment. Can you talk to me a bit about that? Um, I just think it was really hard. Rachel had worked so hard um, on getting fit, and she was back playing really good netball. It was such a shame to see her do an injury. She's been a big part of the club and big part of that team. And for me, I, I'm just there to guide the girls. I wasn't on the court. I wasn't, you know, but she was part of that side. Um, mm. So, yeah, for me, it was important for her to be recognised as mm. part of the team. Yeah, and, it, it, yeah, obviously that's one of the stories we heard a little bit about. But was there another maybe coaching highlight or memory you'll cherish from last season or maybe even um, the remnants of, of the training this season? Um, oh, look, I think just enjoying the group of girls we had that's the, you know really important to um, get to know each of the girls individually and be able to bring them together as a team and they're just a great bunch of girls and I thoroughly enjoyed coaching them um, yeah it's a shame that I can't you know I haven't got the time to put in but I'm sure I'll be around I'll really enjoy watching them mm, yeah of course and what, what would you say is the toughest challenge of being a coach we often watch um, you know elite sports coaches um, dealing with challenges what would be the toughest from your perspective? Um, I think, I don't know if it's the toughest, but I think the most important thing is being able to read the game and being able to um, understand to make a tough choice. Um, mm. Tough choices need to be made on and off the court, but also um, being having, you know, having the strength to make a, make a risky move as a coach too. Yeah. Um, and you've got to wear it, whether it's a good move or a bad move. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the tough choices. And finally, playing or coaching. What do What do you prefer? Oh, that's so tough. <laughs> um, well, obviously, right now, coaching because my body physically couldn't play. <laughs> um, but I do miss playing. I, I miss that feeling. But I, you know, I get to get, I get to enjoy watching. Um, you know, young kids play and do what I got to do. And, yeah, now I'm getting to see my daughter play and she's, you know, um, yeah, it brings brings joy to me now being able to sit and watch and, yeah. Yeah, and is that Shelby or...? Yeah, that's Shelby. Shelby, yeah, great. Yeah. Well, 
Um, Stacey, thank you so much. Um, you've been incredibly generous to uh, Standard over the years. Um, so, yeah, we thank you again for your time. Great. No problem at all.